on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. Google has big AdSense changes that may impact your ads sense. Big or small, Pmax can do it all. He will, he will grok you. <laughs> X launches new AI. All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Marketing O'Clock, just stay tuned, digital marketing news, but let's get specific, digital ads, SEO and analytics, social media and more, pretty much everything that'll make your website perform, with new shows every Friday, we give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes, thank you for tuning in, you know what time it is, it's officially Marketing O'Clock, Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhelm. AKA Shep. I'm Greg Kohler. AKA PPC Greg. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock. Here on November 10th, 2023. All right, and before we get into the digital marketing news of the week, what is happening with you all? This mother upper is real, <laughs> PPC Greg. <laughs> That's the plane lady. I know. These yeah. are crazy times in the flesh. We are recording in San Diego. We have PPC Greg filling in. Great to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. So one thing that I thought was pretty funny is, and I saw, I was actually talking to Shep on a, a call. I got a DM from Greg, and we had set this up that he's going to come in and record. And this is just the DM that I received. <laughs> no context. <laughs> no context. And I'm on a call. I'm on literally like on a phone call with Shep. DM from Greg. Do you wear tank tops? Question mark. <laughs> so I responded. I'm like, Shep, this is like insane. So I responded, ha, ha, ha. I'll bring tank tops. We have to find a beach. We have to get tables involved and recreate the scene from Top Gun Maverick. So what was the yeah. context? <laughs> like, why did you say that? So um, I, I have a tank top for you, actually. Okay. I actually don't think <laughs> oh, I brought it. Oh, that's what it was. Um, okay. But yeah, I just want to make sure, you know, if when you work out, if you wear tank tops. I don't I don't wear tank tops working out, but I will wear a tank top. I, I, I don't have enough like, confidence to be at the gym in a tank top. I thought you guys were planning like matching gym outfits for when you were working out together here. No. So then I'm like, all right, now I'm packing tank tops. And I took a picture of my <laughs> tank top and I sent it to Greg. And then Greg sent me a picture of his tank tops. And here we are. It's like uh, an amazing thing. And it's not just you guys. I've been noticing there's a lot of Gregs around. A lot of Gregs. So many Gregs in the industry. Yeah, we made a new Greg friend last night from Shopify, Greg Burkhart, great guy, and we're just on hunt for Gregs. But you got to ask everyone, one G or two. But it's really two or three. That's yeah. what I say. I like to say, oh, well, it's two, one at the beginning, one at the end. Yeah. yeah. So what's up with you? What's, what's up with y'all? You know, I'm just happy to be here in San Diego. Um, I was really excited because I'm a new mom to sleep in this bed by myself and not be bothered. And I woke up at 3 a.m. and couldn't fall back asleep. So it's going to be a great show. <laughs> How about you? Everything good? Travel-wise? Yeah, yeah. Travel was great. Um, ran into you at the Detroit airport. Yeah. yeah that was really cool. You planned that. Greg. I did not Greg plan Fitz. it. I did not plan you it. You totally flew no, through I Detroit. No, I just saw this hulking hoping. figure wearing all green Michigan State. And I'm like, that has to be PPC Greg. Little insight, everyone. PPC Greg's tall. Yeah. Thanks. It was a surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't exude that on Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should put it in your bio. <laughs> All right. But we're so happy to have you here. Yeah. Get your the, take yeah. on the news. In this show, we're not going to edit it as much. Not going to be as many graphics. We're shooting it Thursday. We're all out here in San Diego, so we don't have the full setup. But it's still going to be a banger. So, yeah. what's in the news here this week, Shep? Okay, so first up here from Elon Musk at Elon Musk on X, he posted 
just released Grok. What are we saying? Well, I mean, if you're a GIF person, maybe it's Drock. <laughs> you know, like maybe that's it. No, it's Grok. It's like Grok, to like Grok. Fu- fully understand something, I think is like the actual meaning. Oh, of that's it. like a real it's word. It's a word, yeah. It made me think of, are you a Harry Potter guy, PBC Greg? Uh, yeah, I don't know what it would the be. The giant's like. name is like Grok or something no. close with it in the no. fourth the movie. O- that was my uh, first thought, but weird name for sure. For sure. Okay, so from the article here that he linked, it says Grok is an AI modeled after the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, so intended to answer almost anything and far harder even suggest what questions to ask. Grok is designed to answer questions with a bit of wit and has a rebellious streak, so please don't use it if you hate humor. Of course this is his like answer to AI. I'm just inserting my own question marks in here. Um, a unique and fundamental advantage of Grok is that it has real-time knowledge of the world via the X platform, and it will also answer spicy questions that are rejected by most other AI systems. This seems it, like, like why? a recipe for failure. I feel like that's the only reason he made it, was so yeah. that he could ask his third grade <laughs> questions. I know, you like actually have access to real-time data, and you can make something like, hey, it's the real-time AI, but instead you're just going to make this like dopey like high school AI. Uh, then this ends, Grok is still a very early beta product, the best we could do with two months of training, so expect it to improve rapidly with each passing week with your help, which is also like the disclaimer we gave at the beginning of the show that we're not editing the episode. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Good luck, everyone. Have we made the joke yet that the XAI team sounds like it's the name of Elon Musk's other kid? Because it does. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> the XAI. I Isn't mean, that his name? It's got other characters that I have no idea how to pronounce. Yeah. Um, another fun fact I saw from this article is that it gets really in-depth about the AI modeling. It is far above anything I am interested in. Um, but they were talking about how it's supposed to know like high school level math. And it took a Hungarian national high school math <laughs> exam from May 2023. So it was supposed to like not have learned from this exam because it was so new. And they compared Grok to GPT 3.5, Claude 2, another Grok 1, and GPT 4. So I think they're trying to show how Grok is getting better, but it was like rating everyone on this high school math exam that I probably would have failed. So I For Hungarian was... math, I would have put my money on Claude. <laughs> you know, like going into it. Claude seems like you might know some Hungarian math. <laughs> also, what's the difference in Hungarian math and regular That's math? What I was wondering, yeah. Like I thought numbers were just numbers. That's a very good point. Um, but I, I guess according to this chat, GPT or GPT-4 is the highest score with 68%. Still not a great score on the Hungarian math test. Um, and then Grok 1 is at 59%. So I think they're saying it's getting better and better as it goes. Um, if you are in the U.S., you can get early access to Grok by joining the waitlist. Did anyone sign up? I am on the waitlist. But I'm, I'm still, I think I'm still Twitter blue is what I'm being billed as. So I don't know if I'm X premium plus or not. Like, what is that? that? I don't know. It's so confusing. Elon added, as soon as it's out of early beta, XAI's Grok system will be available to all X premium subscribers, premium plus subscribers. So again, I don't know who that is. Okay, so then he tweeted it in action. I'm not reading this, Greg. What what did (laughs) he he tweet? Okay, so first he said, how can I tell if I have crabs? And it gave like a very scientific answer. (laughs) This, This is something. Then he said, be more vulgar. And it like gets pretty dirty. Okay, so I, I can read. You can do. I, this I, is from the CEO or not CEO, the owner of X here. This is why he made this product, by the way. 
Right. So the question was, how can I tell if I have crabs? And Grok says, well, it sounds like you've got a case of the old itchy coochie. Oh, I have. I can't. If you <laughs> want to find out if you've got crabs, you'll probably notice a bunch of little. F- okay. Yeah, you can't uh, read yeah, it. Yeah. You can't this read it. This isn't. So <laughs> then he wasn't even pleased with that. So he asked it again, even more vulgar. Than that? Yes. I didn't see that. I didn't even include it in the notes. <laughs> Greg Finn, you assigned this to me. I had to do my notes on the plane. <laughs> the person next to you is probably like, were they shifting away from What me? were they thinking of me? <laughs> I cannot believe this is work. I don't get this. Yeah, so I feel like he made his own AI model just to ask it dirty questions is the story. I think you're right. And it can do pretty good math. What else is happening? Jenny Marvin, under her as liaison account on X, posted a thread. <laughs> Uh, no matter the size of your business or team, supplying high-quality creatives can be a barrier to maximizing success with PMAX. To help solve this challenge, Asset Generation Performance Max is now rolling out in the U.S. To start, teased at GML earlier this year, the new workflow employs generative AI to help scale the campaign creatives needed to perform efficiently across multiple channels. To get started, just enter your website URL and the system will populate your campaign with text and other assets based on what it learns about your brand. It will also suggest images uniquely auto-generated for your business. You can use text-to-text and text-to-image prompts to refine and generate new image and text assets to help your brand stand out. Pmax will also take performance data into account when suggesting or generating assets likely to attract more customers. So. All I can think of is your tweet about what it thought of your business. Wasn't it you? Yeah, the, yeah, with the rats. The pizza shaped like a Christmas tree and a rat. And clothes for for the, the yeah. thing that we can't <laughs> talk about on YouTube. <laughs> I don't have the highest hopes for this right now. So there is a story a little bit later on where I, I did use the generative or conversational AI uh, to create a campaign or create ads and keywords and... Um, it, it really that just it just pulled the images from your website. So if it does that, but if it tries to say, "Well, I think I know what it's about," and then just completely miss mark, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely re- recommend checking it out. Um, really, just to speed up the overall like start of the campaign process. But definitely keep an eye on it if you have like brand restrictions and guidelines. Yeah, like everybody does. Yeah, and we're we're gonna do a little segment like, "How's the AI going?" in in in, in a few minutes, and we'll see if this is like gonna be good or bad. So, um, Gil Gilner at Gil Gilner on X responded that they're interested in testing it out on a variety of products, mentioning that they've worked with Midjourney and Dolly previously and found the biggest issue is maintaining the actual SKU while main or while changing the background, which Jenny responded, really just clarifying that this is separate from the product studio, like image asset generation, where like you're creating brand new AI generated images. Um, this is purely just like updating or, or pulling the images, I should say. All right. And next up, Google is rolling out a massive change to AdSense. They are updating the revenue share structure, A, and then B, they're moving to pay publishers by impression. So for the longest time, you've been paid based off those clicks. It's now moving to a CPM, essentially, model. Um, And why, you might ask, according to Google, these changes will provide a consistent way for publishers to compare the differing fees across the various technologies they use to monetize and will provide even greater transparency into the media buying process. 
So previously, um, when publishers used AdSense, they kept 68% of the revenue that was generated on their ads or you know the clicks that came from there. Now Google is splitting the revenue share um, into separate rates for the buy side and sell side. So for displaying ads with AdSense for content, publishers will receive 80% of the revenue after the advertiser platform takes its fee. So Google's fee, if you go, um, and if it's placed by Google, is 15%. So then you get 80% of the 15%. So it's roughly 68%. But any, and then here, here's here's the skeptic in me, right? Um, they say overall publishers will continue to keep about 68% of the revenue. About. 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 I, maybe I'm just a skeptic, but anytime you hear the about, I don't ever think it's going to hit 69 mm-hmm. or 70. Like I think that's going to be on the, the lower side of it. It's the Cheeto holding the door closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. That meme. Love it. Um, and then in addition to updating the revenue share structure, AdSense will soon transition from primarily paying publishers per click to the display industry standard of paying per impression. So I went over to Webmaster World and just was trying to see like what people's thoughts were on this. I mean, to me, I think if you have a really niche site and you, like in, in your traffic, your visitors are very valuable, like this could be really bad, right? Like if you have something and it's it's so targeted and you could make a lot of money off of it. If not, if you're only making, um, you know, you're getting paid per thousand, uh, you know, impressions, like that could really drop where like. If you like, so that's one concern that I had. Um, so according to Kegnum on Webmaster World, they said, "Looks like they will no longer show the click-through rate or CPC. Hiding stats is never a good sign for publishers. What they're doing, regardless of how this is what they're doing, regardless of how they frame it." So another person, Ember, said something that again, like I had mentioned, if you've got really niche, valuable traffic, they said, "I don't get tons of traffic, but I have a high RPM or revenue per mille or revenue per thousand, so it all works out. If I get paid the same as I do now, fine. If I get paid some lower random CPM based on category or astrology signs or whatever, then not fine." And then from Senegal on Webmaster World, they said, "Most importantly, don't forget the elephant in the room. What wasn't mentioned in Google's post is the most important event on the horizon for publishers. Chrome will be phasing out third-party cookies beginning early 2024." Early 2024 just happens to be the same time the above revenue CPM changes are expected to go through. So one must assume this is all part of one giant shift for AdSense. And then goes on to talk about more saying like, again, the third party traffic could be curtailed. So you might, this all might kind of come at once and people won't really see like the true um, events of it. So um, another thing that Glenn Gabe uh, tweeted about on this note was he said, whoa, I'm not sure this will help with aggressive advertising problems across publishers. And then Glenn said, yep, considering how the uh, helpful content update now incorporates terrible UX, often based on super aggressive and disruptive ads, the move to impressions will probably not help matters. The same goes for broad core updates. But yes, this makes the thing consistent with other platforms, to which Ginny at Ads Liaison on X said, this change shouldn't impact the user experience. As you noted, Gabe, Publishers in our ad network are required to adhere to our policies and better ad standards. Gabe? Yeah, I like how she's on a last name basis with him. I'm not even on a last name basis with Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like calling him Gabe. He's Glenn Gabe. I feel like it was a mistake. You I know. know. Okay. I just put it in there because it made me laugh. I was just like, Gabe. How do you not he's know not Glenn? He's not a Gabe. If you look at he's the least Gabe. Yeah. Player. He's Glenn Gabe. He does not have Gabe energy. So anyway, that is coming soon. Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. 
product. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes from Soren Lindhoff at Soren Lindhoff on X. And there's a chart here. You know, I'm a sucker for a chart. Yep. And this chart appears to be search volume to the verge. The same publication that just posted a scathing. I don't know if it's scathing. Everybody hated that that article. I thought it was funny. It's I, been really fun to be here with SEOs like in yeah. the wake of the article. Everybody's super mad about yeah. it. It's, it's just like a, a dumb article. But anyway, Soren has a chart here and the chart is going down. Okay. And it's, again, The Verge's uh, search traffic, organic search traffic. And Soren says, someone from at Verge might want to attend one of these alligator parties. Melty smiling face. <laughs> so <laughs> I just still love the fact that it's an alligator party. That's like maybe the highlight of 2023. <laughs> There's an alligator party. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Soren. Now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I. I See Why Am I, people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked but you shouldn't have. I see why am I people from Alfred Simon at Alfred Simon on X PPC chat. The next two weeks are going to be horrible for your performance based channels. The window shoppers are coming. There is no better, better signal than the graph below. So this is a look at August, 2023 through the end is November. So this looks like it's looking at like October here and there's a huge jump up. And he says the amount of add to favorites events tripled compared to previous month at many of my clients. It's me. Hi. <laughs> I love adding everything to my favorites and then never buying it. Well, Black Friday, you got to. Yeah. And then it's fun. You go back later. You're like, oh, I added that a year ago and I never bought it. Look where I am now. Probably didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time for this week's pew, pew. lightning round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts, paid, organic, and social. First up in paid this week, Joe at the Joe Schmo on X posted, just verified again that Google paid ads and map search results are using the main business number from GMB, not using call extension number or GMB Google ads number. In fact, not even using a Google forwarding number, big conversion loss data here. And this is something Anthony Higman. Higman! Hey! hey. <laughs> Grab a seat. Wow. We got Higman in the flesh. All right, so let's talk about this. So Higman posted a couple weeks ago about this with our accounts potentially losing out on conversion tracking or attribution to the paid campaigns. Yes, it's wild. Yeah, how they're taking away call extensions and <clears throat> pushing them into like the main GMB number right now. And so if you have a call extension, what happens? It just won't show? It pulls only GMB? It's like what they're doing with the location extension or asset or whatever they're calling it now. Um, yeah, that number, the main like GBP number is what now shows on the location extension. Okay. Which they're showing a lot more now than like a, a call asset. So what are advertisers supposed to do in this situation other than panic? Um, I don't know exactly, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, Derek Mullins actually had a good idea in like that you port that main number into a call tracking platform so you can actually like get data on it. But that takes like a lot of work because you need to like 
find out where that number lives and then put paperwork into like the call tracking platform to actually get it ported in, which takes like three weeks. And then you just can't use your normal number on any type of Google. You could still then use that number and then it would track it from a location extension. If you ported it in port call tracking. Yeah, okay. call tracking platform. But yeah, it's very confusing and I don't like it. <laughs> and just like additional costs, I feel like on the advertiser, you know? Yeah. And if it's not going to use your call extensions, like maybe don't have them, you know, like that's the biggest thing is like if, if it's not going to actually display that, don't make that an option because people are going to think it's going it, to it's working. Yeah. 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 And ours have like been going up and down and being disapproved like left and right for the past like three months. So definitely interesting stuff. Well, we got you. Any other thoughts on LSAs, the state of LSAs, your thoughts? Ooh. <laughs> Off the cuff on LSAs. Um, so I have a love-hate relationship with most Google products. Um, I really don't like LSAs because they're a black box, basically. Mm. Um, but the things that I hate the most are the things like I investigate the most. So mm. paying a lot of attention to them. But yeah, I, I very much dislike LSAs. Nice. Okay. Thanks for coming thanks in. Thanks for coming Absolutely. and delivering that terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. And thanks for everything you do and tweet. Uh, you really help the community you're really fighting the good fight thanks for having me on guys absolutely <laughs> appreciate it gil david at gil underscore run dmg posted a photo courtesy of john loomer out of facebook ads manager sorry titled maximizing opportunities through greater daily budget flexibility on days when better opportunities are available for you we may spend up to 75 percent over your daily what? budget on a weekly basis, we won't spend more than seven times your daily budget. What? People okay. don't understand the value okay. of words. What is a budget? Imagine if you're like, oh, this is my food budget for the week. And you're like, oh, it's $100. I'm going to spend $700. But there's better opportunities. <laughs> what are the opportunities? <laughs> seven times. Uh, Minaham Ani on, on X responded. They're joining Google. Really in reference to Google being able to spend 2x your daily budget. Um, I don't really love this change, but I do understand that, you know, there's some advantages to the algorithm. Like if you can spend more on a Monday, sure, take a little bit more of that daily budget on a Monday if, if it knows you're not going to spend it on a Wednesday. But we're also setting daily budgets to set a daily budget. And, you know, some businesses can't, like you said, like flex out of that daily budget. Right. But I mean, to, to me, then have make budget an actual thing and say, okay, well your weekly budget then yeah. should be X amount and you can spend across the board that, but being able to say you can go seven X on a day is like wild. And then when people add schedule, that's where the real problems happen because it's like an aggregate of 30.4 days, at least with Google. And so if you're off on the weekends because you have no business on the weekends, then everything else goes up during the week. It is. It's at least a little bit better than, than Google in terms of, they limit it to a week, the window, not yeah, yeah not yeah. an entire month. Where That's you may nice. spend your entire budget in three days, your monthly budget. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Frederick Boyson posted on LinkedIn a new feature he found. When you hover over the conversion value column for a campaign, a pop-up will read, for this date range, the bid strategy is projected to receive X more conversions or additionally more conversions and, and more conversion value, resulting in... And then I assume it adds together kind of what you've gotten so far and uh, what it projects you'll get. So Fred attributes this to Google really trying to get in front of advertisers who might think to pause their campaigns um, potentially, you know, prematurely. 
Dennis Moons at Dennis Moons on X posted it on that Google is converting custom segments in Pmax campaigns into search custom segments, even when that custom segment may contain other targeting similar to websites and apps, um, potentially removing one of the clever website tricks that they've been utilizing in Pmax campaigns to date. Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan Retail shared Matt Bowen's post from LinkedIn pointing out that auction insights were no longer available through custom reports. Whether or not it was a bug or a test, Jenny was Jenny Marvin at Ads Liaison on Onyx was quickly uh, was quick in the comments telling everyone not to panic verbatim. Then later following up, <laughs> too late. Yeah, right. Uh, later following up on that thread, informing us that the team is working to address the issue and it should be fixed soon. So we should be able to see auction insights back in customer reports soon, or they're going to say actually we fixed it and they're gone. <laughs> um, PPC Greg, oh, myself, I know him. him. <laughs> uh, shared a video using an example uh, from the new conversational AI, kind of like we talked about earlier, um, using the new conversational AI experiment when adding keywords and building ads. Again, overall, I think it was fairly useful, and I think it, it kind of helps you get a good start. Um, you know, again, check everything because if you've ever looked at your automatically created assets, like some of them are just so bad. Um, but AI. Correct. <laughs> so true. Overall, I think the biggest thing is it's really just going to help you start, like get a start on your campaigns, kind of get the information in there. Um, but then, you know, go through, review everything, check your assets because it may say for us, like customer service available. And it's like, well, what? Yeah. Um, and then it just lacks creative and inspiration. So yeah. AI for assistance, not for the solution. Love that. Uh, Mike Ryan, number again, Mike Ryan Retail on X, shared a graph of impression share for brand, his branded search campaign when you run an accompanying Pmax campaign um, and what happens to that impression share for the branded search campaign before and after applying brand exclusions to the Pmax campaign. Overall, it didn't seem like it really impacted that search campaign, uh, which Mike attributes to likely more impressions becoming available. And then Mike Ryan for the hat trick tweeted, quote, posted <laughs> that that graph just adding, just getting started here. I will also look at accounts that had big brand traffic problems. And then, by the way, Pmax almost always has search impression share less than 10%. If you're seeing greater than 10%, that is at least a question mark and likely a red flag. So, you know, because impressions are endless with Pmax. Mm -hmm. They can always push you somewhere. <clears throat> Yeah, probably not where you want to be. <laughs> probably not where you want to be. Um, James Savoda at Realicity on X posted, Hey, Jenny at Ads Liaison. Client got deactivated because verification didn't get improved in time due to documents were too old. <laughs> Been almost a week and customer support has not responded. Shocking. This is an account that has been active since 2014. What gives? Oh Hashtag PPC chat. And then along with a screenshot that informs them to that in order to keep running ads, you must successfully pass all required verifications by October 28th. This tweet was posted on like November 6th. Um, my guess is that they were working to get the account verified, but kept getting their forms rejected as there is an alert in the screenshot saying failed verification too many times. Google was fine taking their money, you know, for the past seven years, but 
now yeah. now you know shut them down i've actually seen a few other examples of people getting deactivated like the last week and then melissa mackey retweeted that and said what gives exclamation or um question mark and then mark at mark and clock we really need a what gives t-shirt so oh, maybe yeah. that can go on the docket <clears throat> just what gives mm-hmm. andrew hutchinson via social media today is he the one that doesn't recognize you guys yeah he doesn't care about us okay i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay uh, he posted an article titled tiktok announces new integration with salesforce marketing cloud and this will enable tiktok advertisers to easily transfer the leads generated by their marketing campaigns directly to salesforce making it easier to action relevant data and insights so if you're running tiktok ads and use salesforce tiktok advises that brands should contact their tiktok rep which i didn't even know those existed um, (laughs) or salesforce account executives to get started with the new offering Barry Schwartz at Rusty Brick on X shared a screenshot of an email from Google informing advertisers that if your location is closed, I think this is a new policy. If your location is closed, Google doesn't recognize it or doesn't match the business ads location, the location ad set is going to be disapproved going forward. Uh, I posted a link uh, to a new Mountain campaign. So Mountain is that uh, CTV platform owned by Ryan Reynolds. Um, we utilize the platform. I don't know if many other advertisers do. We really like it. Um, it's a, it's kind of a mix of showing a a video ad first and then follows up with a display ad to really generate that action. Um, but it is featuring their new chief performance officer, officer Seymour Roas. Oh my God. (laughs) Is he related to butts? Stop. Well, same first name, but yeah. Um, and so that's played by, uh, the, TV version Flash Thomas, our actor Thomas Gustin. And so complete with a LinkedIn profile, I actually submitted a request and we're now a connection on LinkedIn. So wow, yeah, check that out. Um, and, and if anybody has questions on Mountain, you know, let me know. I'm happy to answer any of our experience. Um, and it's, it's M-T- M-N-T-N. M-N-T-N. Yeah. Correct. So cool. Uh, Vincent Bima at Vincent Bima shared a screenshot out of their ads account showing a new network within YouTube called Google TV and instantly really for those wondering the difference between YouTube TV and Google TV Google TV is a smart TV experience that's built into TV and streaming our devices from top brands and brings together your streaming services in one place whereas YouTube TV is a subscription streaming service which offers access to 100-plus live TV channels from major broadcasts and popular cable networks. Stream live... This became an ad read, sorry. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Not so, sponsored. Yeah, right? Slight difference there um, in terms of Google TV and YouTube TV and no more YouTube Red and, you know, there's just, there's just too much out there. Um, Christina from the discord community.marketingclock.com, right? Yeah. Look at you. Uh, shared a screenshot, uh, seeing a new option under GA or Google ads video campaigns um, to, you can opt in to get more views with multi-format video ads. And so uh, Google's help, I guess, shows multi-format video ads can help you get up to 40% more views at a lower cost per view by allowing Google to mix and match your videos across multiple ad platforms to determine where they perform best. You'll be able to see metrics for individual ad formats and reporting. To maximize your views, use both vertical and horizontal videos, and then this will allow Google to create 
uh, ad format combinations that are likely to perform better. And so Christina shared that in the Discord. Um, Google is promoting get up to 40% more. So just I would keep an eye on that. You know, is it is it a matter of right now, if like you're limited by um, impression share, like, hey, you're hitting 80% of your video impression share, display impression share, or are they um, expanding you out to, you know, potentially lower quality? Yeah. And yeah, great. I can get, you know, uh, 40% more views on some random website that people aren't actually seeing my ads. Um, our friend Andrew Hutchinson, uh, back from our back on social media today. You won't hear it, so you know. Um, with an article announcing Google Ads, Google Ads new display options to help realtor our real retailers. I wish it was realtors. Sorry, yeah. Uh, maximize their holiday sales push. So examples here or what they have added are uh, you can add a small business attribution tag in your shopping ads. Um, again, previously mentioned the conversational AI ad creation. I do really think that would be good for small businesses, yeah. but again, as an assist, not a, a finalization. And then lastly, Google updating its knowledge panels to include more information about real our real <laughs> retailers retailers <clears throat> no they should make like realtor ones though and just have like just a giant picture is it just the headshots <clears throat> oh, okay and you're the star of the the paid lightning round here so we're gonna play a little game with you okay okay and you just say i'm gonna i've got three examples it's gonna how's that ai going and then i've got a question at the end i'm gonna put you on the spot okay, okay? so how's the ai going google this is from thomas excel at thomas excel on x OMG, recommendation spotted. Create a search term-based custom audience segment. But all the search terms suggested by the systems are misspelling. The client is a hotel. Funny how smart AI is. And there's M Hotel, Hostrels, B Hotel, Hotels. How's the AI going? A-okay. <laughs> not, okay. not great. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Right, I like to say up. it ain't it with an AI. Ooh. All right, next up. How's the AI going here? From Anthony Higman. Higman! At Anthony Higman on X. Oh, I, I guessed a few minutes ago here. He says, well, this is new and terrible. Google, our AI knows everything and can custom tailor results based on signals to show users exactly what they're looking for at the right time. Also, Google, here are bankruptcy, family law, and IP lawyer jobs on your search for Ridley Park Employment Lawyer. And is doing a search for a lawyer and it's showing up for jobs are some of the first things. How's the AI going, Greg? I, I it, you know, is that not helpful for people <laughs> looking for a lawyer? Just become your own lawyer. I, what a positive spin he puts right, on it. Wow. Okay, last one from Samara Hart at Pixim on X. She says, I'm so glad my remodeling client's ad showed up for this search. The absurdity of believing Google when they say, trust us, our AI knows best is next level. Hashtag PPC chat. And this looks like it is a home renovation. And the search is Pamela Anderson home renovation. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, you're looking for, you know, AI, they know that might convert though. So just come on, I, go broad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I maybe, don't go broad. Just also. Okay. <laughs> so after all that, you've got the choice here that Adrian Decker at Adrian underscore PPC has on X. You got a message saying, okay, thanks for letting me know, Google. And it's about auto apply. And there are two types 
of recommendations that you can be auto um, automatically applied add new keywords or add broad match keywords that Google can add for you. Are you going to make that decision? Are you going to turn that on? Yes or no, Greg? Absolutely not. <laughs> zero, no. <laughs> and I guess I, I don't know the difference either between add broad match and add new keywords. I don't think Google's adding exact match keywords. Right. So. Yeah. I, I don't get that. I, I would think, I think the just... AI writes the recommendations too now. <laughs> okay. And on to the organic news. We just got off of the September 2023 helpful content update that was September 14th. Then the October 2023 spam update, the October 2023 core update. And since the last show, we now have two additional Google updates. We have the November 2023 core update and the November 2023 reviews update. I can feel them like in the air. <laughs> just, this is so many updates. I it's think it's crazy. At this point, it's just be like it's like, you know, ever flux or per to perpetuity on that. But. Um, yeah, so you got more stuff. Good luck figuring out what, what is actually happening in your account. Additionally, uh, Renee, the YouTube liaison, is talking about A-B testing. Um, there was a lot of uh, people asking about A-B testing. It initially rolled out to 10,000 accounts, and then YouTube went out and had like a how-to, like do the A-B testing, but only 10,000 people had this. So people are like, this is great. Can I actually use it? Um, it is rolling out to now 50,000. But like, why would you make the how-to if nobody has this thing? So like, it's rolling out there, and then other people may get it in a year. So next year, other the you know, we might get it. So whatever. Okay. Also from Google, they found a bug in how our October 2023 core update was applied to Discover, which has now been corrected. So if you saw an increase in Discover-related traffic, it might drop, or if you decreased, you also now might pick that up. So. Um, we've got more drama in the SEO world this week, big time. Um, we're going from alligator party to tapeworms because this is some drama about parasite SEO. Um, there was a, it, it kind of started, I'd say from a tweet that or X that Danny Sullivan put out there. Um, he was kind of trying to show like how internal emails look in communication were out there. And he said, related is the idea that parasite SEO sites win sites that lease themselves out to third party and thin content and all this stuff. And if you don't know what Parasite SEO is, it's essentially you're like a monumental um, authoritative site. And then you just start spinning up articles that have no relevance to what you actually do. So um, one of the big examples that was pointed out was CNET. I think Danny actually used to write for CNET. Um, but Byron said, how can anyone justify CNET being the number two organic listing for search on best multivitamins? And again, this is a technology blog. Um, at search liaison. I can't imagine this is a good user experience. Um, and any more than if I search for help repairing my old MacBook and I found Healthline. So trying to show the dichotomy there. And Danny says, thanks. I've passed this feedback line along. I think it's in line with the broader. So do big sites get to rank for anything concerned that I passed along earlier? And he referenced that, that article. Um, then more people started showing that Forbes. So Mike uh, Fatita had a example of Forbes showing for and again Forbes is supposed to be like a money magazine and kind of like economics and like finance um, but Forbes is ranking for the best mattress 2023 best testosterone booster best dating apps best creatine best VPN and all this stuff so it's like really kind of coming to a head I'd say um, with people pulling this up I guess this week and then Glenn 
aka Gabe, I guess. <laughs> Glenn Gabe is talking about it, and Lily Ray is too. So I'll just pull um, what Glenn said. Uh, he has a bunch of examples of some parasite SEO uh, charts, and he says, call it whatever you want, but Google is well aware of what's going on. And like I've shared recently, a number of parasite SEO examples have been dropping based on the recent updates, core, helpful content update, etc. Parasite SEO is not a, a term Google uses internally, and that links off to an article written by the incredibly fast talker, Barry Schwartz. And then Lily Ray said, um, in my opinion, SEO should pay close attention when Google is aware of a an issue and is passing it on. Something shady that is working now doesn't mean it will always work. Usually the opposite. And those two are just the best. All right, from um, Adrian Decker at Adrian underscore Decker or PPC on X, YouTube is testing with AI and there is, I couldn't get this to load to show me, um, but there's a little ask button on mobile um, and it kind of pulls up an AI generated chat and it says like, hey, are you curious about what you're watching and tries to like, summarize the video and stuff like that and you can like try to get information so could be cool have to see i didn't i couldn't find it in action um youtube is testing a shorts discovery option to drive usage of shorts according to social media today um, on the app people are seeing a giant ad that says can't decide what to watch with a confused face and you can just play something and it will play shorts and that's it so i kind of thought that's what your main discover tab is on there like i thought that was the whole point of it but i guess they might just throw you back into that yeah no, yeah this is all shorts though so it can't be like your main youtube feed oh so they're trying to make sure it's interesting all right and from lawrence chassis at l chassis on x he says make sure you're paying attention to those scorecards that google has in merchant center and has a screenshot of introducing shopping insights on chrome Great news, Google, Google Chrome is rolling out shopping insights to increase customers' trust in the prices they find in your online store. Chrome will show customers a shopping insights notification in the address bar of the browser, only on the desktop in the US, whenever the price on your website is competitive. I don't like that. Like, I, what if you, like, what if you're higher priced then people aren't gonna buy? I don't yeah. know, I, it could be good, it could be bad. I feel like you could also like game it and I don't know, have an arbitrarily low price and Merchant Center is like really strict. Okay. Like you can't you can't mess around with Merchant Center. But then can you could you throw in like the uh shipping insurance charges, things like that? You might be I don't, I, know. I don't know how okay. it would do it. Might it might like something like you do a summary of shipping plus price, yeah. but yeah, like you if you have mismatched pricing in your feed and your site, you get shut down like straight super quick. Yeah, straight to jail. <laughs> All right, from Jason Kent J at Jason underscore Kent on X, USA versus Google PSA public service announcement for those abroad. Uh, the public <laughs> exhibits are still at times being pulled or redacted after release to the public, so make sure to archive everything locally. So these documents are being put out there mm -hmm. um, on the DOJ website. And then I'm assuming there's some lawyering going on to get these pulled down. I pull them down. I put them in our Discord channel. It's yeah. community.marketingclock.com. I just throw the PDFs in there if you want. Anthony our, Hickman. Hickman. Also is very quick to grab screenshots. Yes. So great follow if, if you want to yes. you know, be on that. I like how he just kicked the door down. That's <laughs> <was> crazy. <laughs> All right. From Simo Ahava. At Simo Havan X, Google Analytics 4 finally complements start 
or session start and first visit events with parameters from the actual event they are derived from. So no more gaps in the data tables because of a parameter less st session start and first visit events. So it just seems like those parameters are not going to be appended, which is great. Um, from at Glengabe at X, Spotify is now offering U.S. paid subscribers access to 15 hours of free audiobooks a month, and there will be more than uh, 200,000 audiobooks that will be on the offer at launch. So this is more so if you have a podcast, you have clients that have podcasts, you're trying to build an audience, Spotify is going after like everything in the audio space. And this is a pretty nice thing that, you know, might attract more people to use Spotify than something else. I just listened to Brittany's book on Spotify. Did you listen to under 15 hours though? It was only like five. Okay. I, I, Brittany's I book? Yeah. How is it? It was really good. What's with the knives? Um, She's just living her life, Greg. Like leave her alone. Okay. Will do. So we'll not ask anymore. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> Thank you for getting the reference. <laughs> okay. And then um, just a quick alligator party update here. We talked about the article on The Verge. And then Danny Sullivan came out with a very long article about, I mean, they're, they're, I'm looking at these bullet points. There's at least 20 bullet points here about kind of fighting back against it. This is like Danny and his best. We've been talking about Danny seems like he's really like coming back and is like more fun and, and like, we go you go to conferences and he was like a stand-up he was like so engaging and so funny and i think like you kind of realize a little bit more like why he might have been misconstrued on this verge call um <clears throat> he goes to say i do recall one question at the opening of the interview that i think was something along the lines of so what do you think about the idea that people can't find things on google search to which i recall joking something like yes clearly no one finds things anymore and then I'm pretty sure I went into I thought was a serious and thoughtful discussion from at least my perspective. Lesson learned. Don't make jokes. But the point and my frustration with reporters who sometimes ask the type of question, it's clearly absurd. Um, so I just hope he, he probably is making a joke and it is on yeah. the phone and they're like, he's mad. It's like, he's not, he's, he's Danny. He's not mad at somebody asking this. I mean, I think he went on at some point to say like he was sad and then they updated the um the article with a couple pieces of, of information and danny says the verge has since added a correction about this although they still haven't corrected saying that barry schwartz has spent the past two decades covering seo for the trade rag search engine land search engine land hasn't existed for two decades Derry, barry did write for search engine watch before search engine land more important he's written for his own search engine roundtable publication for longer than either of the other publications Separately, for a trade rag, quote, The Verge seemed to have found Search Engine Land useful enough to reference it in its own coverage well over 100 times, by my estimate. Shots fired. Yep. You need to find that mic and just drop it. <laughs> All right, and that's an organic what is happening. And so, you're doing social. I'm here for week. social. We've made it. Okay, first up, there are new features for Reels creators coming to Meta. So first, A-B testing. Reels creators will be able to test four different versions of each Reel with alternate captions and or thumbnail images and then the system is going to distribute them for 30 minutes and then after 30 minutes determine a winner and then show that winner for the rest of the lifetime of the post i guess crazy things um and the example is a dog named papa which i just find very confusing like you're gonna call your dog papa it's a okay dog name i guess papa yeah i don't like that no papa. come here papa no no <laughs> Uh, second, create reels from your video clips. So you can select, quote, your content as a source 
choose from your existing videos. Then you can trim or edit your clips into the Reels format, providing another way to create Reels clips. Three, Meta is also rolling out a new achievements hub in its professional dashboard, which will display creators' various achievements in one place. And then it also shows um, badges that you achieve in there in stream. Um, creators who are 18 plus that finish all progression levels can become eligible to get increased visibility in the feed or have the rising creator label featured on their page or profile, both of which may help you get discovered more easily. So if you like try all the different post types and get that badge, you're going to get more visibility, I guess. I don't know. The social round is so silly. <laughs> um, also, there's a new content management hub where you can see all your posts at once. Next from community notes on X. This says community notes sends notifications to people who have engaged with a post that later receives a note and they've now scaled it up to handle even the most visible and highly engaged posts. So more of you will be and already are seeing these. So if you've engaged with something in the past and there's a note, you're going to see it. I think that, that's this nice is change. huge. Yeah. This is like because you, there's so much misinformation out there and like people need to report it and get it up there. And if there's enough, it'll be a community note. But this is really, really helpful. Yeah. So you can stop like spreading falsities right. if you, you are like oh what you just looked at was wrong but i thought like what who else has done that i think this is actually a good one a good That's one cool. get rid of the grok keep this have you guys uh have you ever seen the account community notes violating people no it's it's really good because just screenshots of community notes just like picking apart apart people i need to find it yeah. Next, um, from XAI, it says, we are now making the IDE available to members of our Grok Early Access Program. This is an integrated development environment for prop engineering and interpretability research. Probably should have been inclu included in our first story, but... Do you have any more examples of Grok, Shep? No, <laughs> I don't ever want to talk about Grok again. <laughs> Uh, Forbes has reported that X is putting together a new program to sell dormant X handles with a starting price of 50K. Who's buying? I, I mean, a lot of people are looking for it. Elon needs money. It's probably worth it for some of these. Honestly, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can get like a great branded handle, it's great. 50K. First name. Hefty. Yeah. I, I looked up Greg. He's oh. not actually pretty he's not dormant so wow. unfortunately i don't think that'll be just at greg yeah that's a flex it, yeah. next up meta has some more announcements for creators so first off in-stream gifts meta's making digital gifts on instagram available in a heap more regions providing more opportunities for creators to generate income from in-stream stickers again the social lightning round is just so silly um meta's also rolling out some new seasonal theme virtual gifts you can throw some wreaths at people probably um and they're also implementing a new invite only holiday bonus program for creative talent that will reward top stars based on the number of reels plays and photo views they receive during the bonus period Next, we have some Threads updates. So Threads users posting video in the web version of the app can now edit their alt text on videos and images. So these are updates, like they're making the web usage better. Who's using Threads at all, let alone on their computer? <laughs> I, I get mad when I see it now. Oh, it's, like, it's on Instagram. You open up Facebook and it's in there. It's like Threads. Are, it's like, I just do not want to do it. And then I deleted the app. So if I see something that's somewhat good, mm -hmm. then I try to click it and, and read it. But then you have to open the app. And I'm like, get rid of this. I, I do fall into a lot from Instagram. You like and it? I, I think they purposely make the screenshots really small. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be like, what is that image? And so... I do. Okay. I just deleted the app, so I, I just get stuck and I get mad. 
and I just don't like, use yeah, it anymore. TikTok, same thing. I don't have the app, so it's like always prompting me to download the app if I want to watch something. You can also attach attachments easier on the web. Um, and they also have new data insights with the capacity to see a full listing of those who have quote posted or reposted an update by tapping on the like count. That seems like something it should have launched with. <laughs> okay, that was the social lightning round. Thanks Great for job, playing. Shep. Thanks. You want this every week? No. And that brings us to our real life segment straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. Working hard for me this week in Google ads, if you have tried optimizing for bottom of funnel leads in the past and it like couldn't get enough data to work with smart bidding, I think it's worth a try again. I have some campaigns that had like less conversion data and it didn't work a couple years ago. And now I tried it again and it is working. So just a little tip. What about you, Greg Finn? Something hardly working. The freaking Microsoft advertising interface. I can't, you just have to use editor. And then sometimes like editor even breaks for me now. Like, I don't know why, but that trying to type, it just always leaves. The fact that you always hit that, like keep me logged in and it just never it even <laughs> does. It just goes off into the ether. <laughs> it's just that that interface is stinks so bad. I hate working in that. How about you, PVC Greg? All right. So I, I have one of each. Uh, working hard. Just shout out to my... Uh, my team member, Allie, uh, we're putting together 2024 budget recommendations and being franchised, we have a ton of them to put together and she just crushed it, made this incredibly beautiful spreadsheet and definitely working hard. Shout out Allie. Shout out Allie. Um, but hardly working, ads editor 2.5.2. It just, <laughs> if you haven't downloaded it yet, you may be okay now, but originally when you first downloaded it, it crashed probably 20 times for me in one day. I could not do anything um but they did just roll out 2.5.3 and i haven't really played with that yet so hopefully it has a little more stability now and now for this week's cool tool as a reminder our cool tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention we're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners and is really really cool this week's cool tool is from Samuel Schmidt at Samuel Schmidt on X. I do not have a rhyme, Jess Bud. I'm sorry. Um, this is called the SERP similarity tool, and you can compare URLs between two SERPs. So it says with the through SEO SERP similarity tool, you can effortlessly compare two SERPs and visually pinpoint shared URLs. Why should this matter? The tool helps you determine whether to create a single article targeting both keywords or opt for two separate articles. So another great SEO tool for some keyword research. Thank you, Samuel. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week. I'm switching it here on the spot. I read an article from AJ Cohn um, on at, or it's not an at, it's the website blindfiveyearold.com. He's got a, an article called It's Goog Enough, and he looks into this parasite SEO issue. I think I read this from Detroit all the way to San Diego on the flight. It's a long one, but it's a great one. And he kind of talks about a lot of times you don't get things perfect, but it's good enough. And then really relates this to Google and some of these parasite SEO issues. And it kind of comes up with this catchphrase, it's Goog enough, and shows all of these examples of how 
whatever it the site's authoritative it's googling up we're going to show you know shovel this through from parasite seo it is a scathing breakdown on blind on blindfiveyearold.com it's goog enough thank you aj and now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to you can head over to playlist.marketingoclock.com to listen to marketing a playlist i inspired by reading the woman in me am adding an underrated bop from the blackout album it's radar by Britney Spears. Britney Spears, okay. <laughs> what about you, PPC Craig? Uh, I'm going to be adding Sarah's Place by Zach Bryan and Noah Kahn. Oh, Noah Kahan. I saw him. Greg Finn. <laughs> All right. And I've only done this three times. I think I'm three for three on the cycle. I'm going to put a cycle out there. Nobody else has ever done it. I don't know what this one. I, I think I guarantee everybody's going to like it. Oh. So this week's song, I, PPC Greg, you can answer live on the air here. I'm going with Mansions 2, Stay Alive. Oh, yeah. I... Love it. I'm sure you'd love it. Okay. That's a good one. It's from the album that you didn't like when you came into the, the room <laughs> today. So we'll, re we'll report back next week if I hit the cycle again. All right. That does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. Thanks for listening. We miss you already. I can't wait to see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shoot in the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the hack. We have a game today from Greg Finn that is sure to be everyone's favorite game. It is everybody's favorite game. We are in San Diego, as you mentioned. We've got work family. We've got internet family. We're going to play internet family feud. All right? Everybody is supposed to be looking at their Instagram and kind of coming up with themes about what Instagram serves them based on their life. I looked at my TikTok. It's okay. a better reflection of my life. TikTok. That's fine. And then what we're going to do is see if somebody on the internet knows you better or somebody that knows you in person knows you better. Who will win? <laughs> so PPC Greg can't win? <laughs> no. he. You know, only know him on the internet. Okay. You've never met him until today. He doesn't know either of us in person. Right. That's the whole point. I know you in person. He's gonna. We're gonna see who knows you more. Somebody on the internet. Okay. Or me. Everyone knows me. Okay. Based, and I'm going really based off of the shows. So. <laughs> okay. So you have a list of the things that that you like. We're gonna go one on back and forth and see who can get the most correct hits with what is being served to chef. Okay. PPC Greg, you want to start? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Taylor and Swift. Allison. Allison yes. Wow. I'll give you the points. Okay. I had that as number one. Yes. I get a lot of Swifty content. Okay. I'm going to go with Disney. Yes. Disney Parks. Uh, QVC? Not on, Inst oh, not on TikTok really? or Instagram. No. Oh, yeah. I follow them on Facebook. See, I didn't have that, but I have chiropractic. I don't get it in my feed really, Greg. I'm sorry. Shoot. Okay, one to one still. <laughs> I like seek it out. Okay. Okay, fair enough. One to one. But it doesn't serve it to me. I don't know why. So uh, close to that, Dr. Pimple Popper? Not anymore. <laughs> what? No, she's not on that anymore. <laughs> Ever since this. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. new stuff. Okay, then I'm going to go with general, like wholesome mom videos. Like yeah. Mom Funny stuff. Funny mom stuff. Yes. Not like, yeah, like. Like positive e type. Like stuff. I'm scared of my toddler stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of just gave it to you. That's not what you said at all. <laughs> uh, 
Bravo yeah. Housewife. BravoCon ah. last week is everything. Ooh. My whole TikTok is BravoCon right now. Okay. That was like the number one answer for this week. Okay. PBC Greg has taken all my answers. I- I'm going to go with another one. Like home fitness, home exercise. No. Okay. I'm off of that. Okay. Do you have any more? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like Trader Joe's meal ideas? <sighs> Not on TikTok. That's oh. a Facebook thing what? again. True. Okay. You did say that. Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, I think we got a tie. I think uh, it's two to two, so we got a tie. Push. Okay. All right. Who's next? Wanna, 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 let's go with Greg. Okay. okay. Let me go first because I had struggles. Okay. Okay. My number one is like water polo coaching. <laughs> is that a category? I, I have water polo, so sure. Okay. Not so much like videos of people coaching, but yeah, we'll go water like, polo. Like this is a play you should try. Not so much that. Yeah, that was my number one. So okay. you took that good pick. Um, number two, I got Michigan State. That was mine. Yep. I don't know if I have yep. anything else. Michigan State for sure. Oh, I've got it. Dog stuff. Uh, can you specify the dog? You have a dachshund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have two dachshunds and a mutt. So yeah, dachshunds was on there. Okay, that was my number four. My number three was going to be gym stuff. Yep. Like yep, gyms for sure. In gyms. Fitness, yep, yeah, all that. Okay. Okay. Um, like, are you into like barstool sports? Not, I mean, not really. That's not, it's not prevalent, no. Okay. okay. Can take the lead I like here. them, but. I'm going to go with like outdoor adventure stuff. No. Like hiking, biking. No. Okay. No. All right. Sorry. Hmm. You can, we're, we're deadlocked. Memes about Jada Pinkett Smith's book. <laughs> no just no okay no so here's my other one <laughs> i'm out of guessing the last one is like health optimization like tongue scraping like, no like bio lane and people that talk about like the physics of all that stuff so cold plunge yes yeah Does yeah that? okay yeah. so like, i get it i get a bunch of cold plunge okay do you yeah. cold plunge i do you have like a unit my gym does wow yeah so Okay, I think I got the win. What about hiking? No. So I'm out. <laughs> I was really hoping you guys would get it. My number one, yard cleanup. What? I, get, I get those videos, and I love those videos. Do you watch the one where he knocks on the door yeah, and then like yeah. goes and fixes yeah. it? That guy's awesome. And just, it, it's so satisfying. What are they cleaning up? Just like people's overgrown yards and stuff. Can you come to my neighbor's house? <laughs> I, I personally, I mean, I do like working in the yard, but I don't do it. But yeah, this guy goes to overgrown yards and... Makes it look so nice. So like weeding, not like garbage. Not garbage. No. I had this is a total like dude thing. Yeah, I get it too. I watch them all. Yeah. And great. then you just get to the end. Yeah. It's too much. It's going back and forth for it. I yeah. prefer carpet cleaning. Oh, I like That's those too. Very satisfying. Yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> okay. for sure. All right, my turn. You guys got to guess. Um, you can go first. Knives. Knives on the list. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hotel recipes. I do not. Well, it depends. I have something called oddities and freak shows, so I don't know if you put okay. that in there. But I thanks, think I hate is. it. <laughs> thanks, I hate it. Okay, yeah, we'll give that to you. Uh, I think you should leave. No, I think you should reel. No, I don't have any of that. Oh. Um, fitness. CrossFit. More specific. CrossFit. Yes. I thought you didn't announce publicly that you were a CrossFit I guy. Kind of just. I just it. outed you. <laughs> I think you have. I've heard for sure. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, 
so same kind of as knives, but like blacksmithing or forging. I put that in the same one. Okay, so you can um, get another guess. Sports betting? No. Is it legal? Yeah, it's legal. Yeah. Keto food. No. NFL. No. No. Health supplements. Yes. I've got that here on the list for it. All right, PPC Craig, you got to get this here to tie it. Um, Maybe a push from your kids, but NASCAR? No. Shep yeah. wins it. All right, my other ones are oddities and freak shows type stuff where it's just weird things. Um, and then disasters, like fails. I watch so many people just get like crushed. I don't know why. I, just keep I don't like that it. stuff. No. And then like survivalist, homesteaders, wilderness folks type thing. So that's my, my other ones. So. All right, so Shep, we all tied. Yeah. We all tied, but we learned a lot about each other. And yeah. thanks for coming on the show this week, right? It was, a it was so fun having you. Blast this is, yeah, this is a dream come true, guys. Seriously, <laughs> really enjoyed it. All right, see you next week.